My name is Sarah Prout, and I'm a manifestation and mindset expert. I'm devoted to helping you to manifest the life of your dreams. And in this show, I'll be sharing with you weekly doses of inspiration to attract all of your goals, your dreams, your wishes, and your desires. Over the last decade, I've inspired millions of people all over the world on how to consciously create their own reality. And I'm here to help you to connect with the universe activate your intuition and enjoy every step of the journey. I'm a best-selling author, mother of four, and creative entrepreneur. Together, we're going to cover topics such as mindset, spirituality, and of course, manifestation. This is the Manifest Podcast. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello there, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Manifest Podcast. Today's theme is how to stop self-sabotaging thoughts. And I think many of you can relate to this when we tend to get in our own way, when we sabotage moving forward in our lives, when what we really want is to enter into that next chapter of our lives, to seek transformation, to create change in some way. And many times we have these thought patterns that interrupt the progress. So I'm going to be diving into some of my top tips, tried and tested methods of ways that I have gotten out of my own way in my life. And I just want you to know that I still get in my own way. And these are the the core methods that I turn to when I can identify with a level of self-awareness that I am in the process of self-sabotage. So as I'm recording this, it is less than 24 hours since my house was in somewhat of a form of lockdown because Hurricane Ian was heading in my direction. Now, for those of you that may have seen the news, it is absolutely devastating what has happened here in the state of Florida. Many people have lost their property they have their homes torn apart by the wind or they are inundated with destructive you know flooding and electrical issues and all of the things that come along when a hurricane tears up the the neighborhood tears up the state virtually and so this was my very first experience of being in a hurricane situation now i have you guys know that I grew up in Australia and I lived in Queensland for a little while. So there were a few cyclone warnings where we had to stay inside and keep an eye on the weather patterns, but nothing like this before where it becomes a huge media circus. And 
there are people that have lived in Florida for all of their lives. Some people are, you know, in their 70s, 80s, they've seen many different storms come and go. But this one apparently was different. This one was a big storm, one of the biggest. So I had to prepare myself emotionally for the fear, for the uncertainty of the storm that was sweeping through because on the Hurricane Tracker app that I got, it's called Hurricane Pro. <laughs> I, I think I paid $3 to remove the ads on it because I just wanted to see where this storm was headed at all times. So my house was the blue dot on the map and the eye of the hurricane was headed directly over our house. And so this was a really scary moment, not knowing what was going to happen, what it would feel like for the storm to hit. Uh, we don't have shutters on our windows or anything like that. And so we brought in all of our outdoor furniture. We put everything away. We made like a little a little bedroom in one of the downstairs closets just in case things got a little bit too scary. And then we waited. And that's all you can really do in those situations. And so I found myself in a moment of self-sabotage where I was allowing the fear and the stress to overwhelm me, the, the fear of uncertainty. And you guys know that I talk a lot about how as powerful manifestors, one of the things that we must do is get comfortable with uncertainty. And so this was really just another training ground for, for that as an opportunity to really work the wheelhouse, so to speak, and and walk that talk because there's really nothing you can do in that situation other than surrender to what is. However, my husband took a different approach and I love Sean so much. You guys know that. And he would just say, I reject this storm. I reject this storm. He was using his energy to really push it away. Whereas I was more open to all possibilities going, well, if it is meant to be, we'll be okay. And so I really braced myself because it, it what it did is it created an internal storm emotionally of why would I move here to a state where uh, this happens and can happen frequently and you can lose everything in you know the snap of your fingers virtually. But I did make this decision because I believe in the beauty of this state. I believe in the the unity that happens through crisis. And for me, this was really an indoctrination and an initiation into life here in Florida, in central Florida. And I feel so saddened by the loss that many people have experienced on the West Coast here. And I feel hopeful, though, that there is always these beautiful stories that emerge from the loss and from the sadness. And so with that in mind, <laughs> going into a perspective shift and mechanism of support for you guys listening to how to stop self-sabotaging thoughts with the awareness that life can change so quickly no matter whether it is a natural disaster or mother nature's fury heading in your direction or whether it's a storm of a different nature whether it is uh someone in your family is unwell or maybe you're you're having your own health issues or maybe you have to take a different direction in your life that you didn't anticipate. Sometimes, actually most of the time, as human beings, the universe calls us to grow, calls us to expand and, and evolve. And it's up to us as to whether we will answer that sacred call or do what many of us do and start to churn away with the self-sabotaging thoughts that stop our progress. 
So one thing I like to do is squish the monster while it's tiny. That's what I call it. So let's just say that this is completely fictitious, by the way, what I'm about to say, like a, a scenario just to help you understand. Let's just say I was offered my own Netflix show, which that would be kind of cool, wouldn't it, to have manifest as a Netflix show. Let's just say that happened. And then all of a sudden, I would have the thoughts inside of, I'm not good enough to receive this. I can't do this. This will take me away from my children. This will distract me from my core mission. This may or may not be profitable. Uh, I am not young enough to to do something like a Netflix show. You know, what am I going to do about my eyebrows? What am I going to do about my hair, my fingernails, all that kind of stuff? All of those thoughts, <laughs> those thoughts crop up to stop you from expanding. Now, I've been through this. I know I just used a an imaginary scenario, but I've actually been through this in real life when I've landed different speaking gigs, for instance. Who am I to stand on a stage and talk about my life and educate and inspire other people? Who am I to, you know, get behind a microphone and create a podcast? Or who am I to write a book? And the self-sabotaging thoughts are actually a very normal part of the process, but it's how you manage it that actually pushes through that resistance versus allowing it to consume you. So self-awareness is really the key. So when you can identify that you have those thoughts, stand back, witness those thoughts, write them down, uh, then cross them out and really call yourself out as a human, <laughs> as a human being, having a very normal um, motion of reactions to change. Now, many years ago, my dear friend Scott, who we were working with as a mentor, he was coaching us to remember that there are seven dynamics of change. And whenever my life has experienced change, which is always, and I mean in all ways, being quite rapid, I have felt that sting and that burn of self-sabotage or stress or fear or overwhelm or whatever thoughts <laughs> or labels that you want to place on those thoughts. I've had them. And so when you can dismantle and step back and call yourself out with those thoughts, it's an invitation to get out of your head, out of your brain, out of the, the hamster wheel in your brain, to your heart, to the present moment, to the excitement for what is calling you forward to a greater level of existence. So I love to distract myself in those moments. If I know that I have a big gig coming up or a big opportunity, I love to play Super Mario Kart. <laughs> I know that sounds so, <laughs> so childish and I even feel a little embarrassed to share that with you guys, but I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart 8 with my kids and that really helps me to be present. And I was reading this book recently. It is called Let's see the front here, Thought Forces by Prentice Mulford. Now, you may have heard me talk about Prentice Mulford before. He was one of the original new thought teachers teaching about the law of attraction and manifestation back in the 1800s. And he was born in Sag Harbor, New York, which is one of my all-time favorite places. It's one of my soul homes. And in my hands right now, I have this uh, book that I purchased from an antique bookstore. I love to buy uh, early edition copies of New Thought Writers. I probably shouldn't be saying that, otherwise everyone's going to go out there and <laughs> buy their own copies and I'll run out, but I've, I've got enough for now. So Prentice Mulford's book 
is all about how thoughts are things. Thoughts become things. This is actually etched on his tombstone in the Oakland Cemetery in Sag Harbor, which I visited many times. And this caught my attention to do with distracting yourself or redirecting your energy when it comes to self-sabotage and your thoughts. And he writes here that, and if I could find it, that would be great. And I did, oh my goodness, did I just lose it? You know, you guys know me, I should be more prepared. But he was, I'll, I'll paraphrase here because it was a beautiful sentence and for some reason it is not popping out for me right now. Oh, it's here. I'm ahead of myself. So it was about the use and necessity of recreation. Recreation. So when I say distract yourself from your self-sabotaging defeatist thoughts or fear thoughts when they're on that loop, and I know so many of you can relate to when your fearful thoughts get stuck on that loop, the use and necessity of recreation to do something like playing Mario Kart or a game of Uno with your kids or building some Lego or uh, going window shopping or spending time with your pets, whatever you constitute as recreation. And so Prentice writes, divide the word recreation in two parts, thus recreation, and there is given it a clearer meaning. Recreation is a recreative process for the mind and body. In any healthy amusement, we draw and build into ourselves a recreative, recuperative, life-giving current of thought. Healthy amusement literally recreates us. Life without amusement Life, sad and serious, seldom if ever smiling, life plodding on in a monotonous rut and seeing and finding less and less to enjoy, is for the body a decreative and destructive process. Recreation not only throws off care but adds to the capacity to resist care. Recreation enables the mind to forget temporarily what is only an injury for it to remember. Recreation adds new life to the body because it brings new life to the mind and life for the mind is life for the body. So it goes on, but just know that spending time and allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to relax and to unplug. And I'm not talking about scrolling your social media feed or going on TikTok unless you are flooded with a whole bunch of inspirational material, which is awesome. I kind of see TikTok as a bit of a yo-yo. And I think I mentioned this in the previous episode where I was saying that TikTok can be, you know, one minute you're seeing somebody that's crying because they just discovered that they're terminally ill, which is heartbreaking. Or then you're seeing a funny cat video, which is like, oh, that's great. And, and so you're not <laughs> you're not landing the plane in a, a way that is stable. You're actually putting your emotions on a roller coaster of up, down, up, down. And you may be able to adapt to that. But there are some studies out there that say that this seriously impacts your nervous system. And so when you are dealing with big changes or trans transformation that's taking place in your life, and you're not adequately allowing time to rest, time to recuperate, time to for recreation, whatever that is, and doing things that bring you joy, you are going to press that self-sabotage button because you will go into overwhelm mode. And I found myself at that crossroad yesterday where I just cried. I felt like I was really triggered emotionally from things that had happened in my childhood because of feeling powerless in the storm. And so I remembered that 
there's always things that we can do about that. We can meditate. We can spend time with our loved ones. We can call friends. Uh, we can read books that inspire us. And we need to be willing to venture outside of our comfort zone, which is chapter three, actually, of my latest book called Be the Love, where the affirmation begins with this. Close your eyes, breathe in deeply, exhale, and then say this affirmation. I am ready. And so the affirmation, I am ready, pushes you past the constrictive nature of self-sabotaging thoughts, which is simply not true. It's an illusion. And of course, sometimes we, we automatically go to that worst case scenario, that what if scenario of what if it doesn't work out? What if I fail? What if I fall on my face? What if I tumble over? What if everyone's laughing at me? What if I don't get it right? What if I appear as a ridiculous human being? Whatever it is, just remember that that is a normal reaction. But what's not normal is when it gets stuck in your loop over and over and over again to the point where it's creating and constructing an energetic pattern. Vibration forms patterns, signature energy patterns. And so these become our offering to the universe, to the field of infinite potential. These are the pieces of data that the universe responds to with your manifestation. It's like you are the ultimate 3D printer, or well, maybe a 5D printer. <laughs> it happens in 5D first. It happens in the intuitive, non-physical realm where we deliver our consistent thoughts, feelings, and inspired actions and it's these tiny points of data that all clump together that are then hoisted back to you from the fabric of the ethers <laughs> into your reality as an experience, as a thing. Because remember, everything is energy. And the more you can remember that, the more you remember that your thoughts, as Prentice Mulford said, thoughts are things. Thoughts become things. Emotions, feelings become things. And so when we learn how to navigate and circumnavigate the path of our own storms that are heading in our direction, then we get out of our own way and we do it with grace and ease and effortlessness in the moments where we truly need to lean on these spiritual tools as a form of a coping mechanism, as a, as a really amazing way to move through these different seasons of our lives onto better and bigger things. And imagine, I want you to imagine for a moment whatever you're going through right now, Whatever you may be self-sabotaging or may not even be aware that you're self-sabotaging, whether it's in relationships or whether it's with your career or whether it is to do with your health, there are so many different ways, really subtle ways that we self-sabotage. I want you to imagine that you can identify those ways that you self-sabotage. And now I want you to imagine that you have risen above it and you have traveled through that season and you have achieved those things that you set out to achieve that were causing you a little bit of heartburn, right? You, I want you to see yourself moving through that storm, moving through that eye of self-sabotage in the storm, coming out the other end of, the, end of that and feeling proud of yourself for the self-awareness, resiliency, resilience and strength that it took to navigate your energy, your emotions and your thoughts. And you can do it. And I do it too. I'm with this. I'm on this path with you guys all the time. Just because I'm behind the microphone recording this podcast doesn't mean that I've got it all figured out because I definitely do not. 
I am a student and I will always be a student teaching what I find to be effective and something that really works. And for me, being brave enough and willing enough to see the comfort zone and being willing to venture out of it and ride out those internal storms, no matter how much of the illusion or the negative forces want to suck us in, we will not let that happen. Because the thing about spiritual warfare, right? Spiritual warfare is this battle that's going on between the the light workers and the, the, the energetic forces that want us to stay stuck, that want those thoughts of self-sabotage to stay in place. Those thought forces do not want you to remember that you are a sovereign being. One of my all-time favorite books is by Napoleon Hill that wrote, wrote the very famous book, Think and Grow Rich. And he wrote another book, which was kept hidden for 70 years because it was so controversial. And it is called Outwitting the Devil. And it is a conversation between Napoleon Hill and the devil. Now, whether you believe in the devil as a being or an all-pervading force, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I, all I know is that there are uh, lower forces. Lower. Let, let's label it as lower forces that do have a lower vibration. And so this is our invitation to remember to rise above, to raise your vibration so that you're not more susceptible to those things that want you to stay stuck, that want you to stay hooked, that want you to stay small. That's not going to happen to you because you are aware. So self-sabotaging thoughts are representatives of the lower forces or the lower vibratory realms. And you want to rise above it because remember, and this is a huge huge topic to talk about, but earth is a realm. <laughs> yes. Is your mind blown? Yes. Earth is a realm. That's why we can't see unicorns walking around in the street. I know that sounds a little bit nutty, but I believe that to be true, that earth is a realm and we have a specific energetic frequency as physical beings, human beings, having a, well, spiritual beings, having a physical experience. We are on this earth plane, if you will. And this earth plane is here for us to experience manifestations. The purpose of manifestation is experience. And so when you remember that, you remember you can connect with the field of infinite potential on a daily basis. I like to call these dear universe moments. Call upon the universe to move your thoughts of self-sabotage through your current experience. You could say something like this, dear universe, your universe, remove from me these thoughts of self-sabotage. Or you could keep it a little bit more positive and say, dear universe, I am ready. You could use the I am ready affirmation from my Be The Love book, or you could get yourself a copy of my dear universe book, or there is something really big coming that I know you are going to absolutely love and hold in your hands. I can't give you too much too many details, but we are so close to launching this thing. If you are not following Dear Universe Official on Instagram, please go and click the follow button, whether you are on Facebook or you are on Instagram or Dear Universe on TikTok, go and follow the Dear Universe brand because my husband and I have been working on something behind the scenes 
for a long time now. And we are so excited to share this with you because it will help you to manifest all of your goals, your dreams, your wishes, and your desires. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. If you did find it helpful or useful, it would mean the world to me if you could just take a screenshot with your phone, upload that photo to Instagram and tag me and tell other people about the Manifest podcast because this is my intention to share this information with as many people as possible so that we can raise the collective vibration of the beautiful people that inhabit this earth realm. (laughs) Lots of love. And I can't wait to connect with you again very soon. Bye for now.